You're listening to the Word of Hope, sermons preached at Hope Lutheran Church in Aurora, Colorado. Today's sermon is preached by Pastor Brian Wolfmuller. In the name of Jesus, amen. Dear saints, when the Scriptures put a blind man before us, they're challenging us with this question. What do you see? It seems to me that there's almost always a contrast. Whenever we see someone who can't see, a blind person, uh, that there's a contrast between their ability to truly see and the people around them who can see with their eyes but are blind to a truth that is right there in front of them. Now perhaps this is because a faith comes by hearing and not by sight. In fact, St. Paul says we walk by faith and not by sight. And it's certainly the case in our text. Now this gospel reading, Luke chapter 18, verses 31 to 43, puts two things, two events, right in front of us and right next to each other. The first is a conversation with Jesus and his disciples, and the second is the healing of blind Bartimaeus. First, Jesus pulls his disciples aside, which indicates to us that he has something important to teach them, that he wants to impress something upon them. And then he tells them for a third time in the gospel of Luke, that when they get to Jerusalem, all sorts of troubles are going to ensue. He took the twelve aside and said to them, Behold, we are going up to Jerusalem, and all the things that are written through the prophets concerning the Son of Man will be completed. For he will be delivered up to the Gentiles, he will be mocked, treated shamefully, spit upon, they will scourge him, and kill him. And on the third day, he will rise again. Now, these words are incredibly plain and straightforward. They are by no means confusing or unclear. Jesus is letting his disciples know that when he gets to Jerusalem, he's going to die. And then, God be praised, he'll be raised from the dead on the third day for them and for us. But look, they, they can't see it. They can't understand. They can't comprehend the words that Jesus has given to them so clearly. In fact, listen to how the text tells them of the disciples' ignorance. It emphasizes it. It tells us three times that the disciples didn't know what was going on. Verse 34, They understood none of these things. This saying was hidden from them, and they didn't understand the things that were said. Luke wants to make sure that we know that they didn't know. They couldn't see, they couldn't hear, they couldn't believe what Jesus was teaching them. And then comes the contrast. Arriving at Jericho, a certain blind man sat by the road begging. Hearing a multitude going by, he asked what this meant. They told him that Jesus of Nazareth was passing by. He cried out, Jesus, you, son of David, have mercy on me. Now, those who were leading him, rebuked, leading the way, rebuked him and told him to be quiet. But he cried out all the more, you, son of David, have mercy on me. This blind man named Bartimaeus, sitting at the gates of Jericho, who couldn't even see his own hands or his own feet, sees more clearly what is happening this day than anyone else does. He sees Jesus. 
He knows who he is. He worships and he prays and he cries out, Jesus, you, son of David, have mercy on me. Now, this prayer, Lord, have mercy, is one of the most common prayers in the Scripture. I'm told by the books that tell you these kinds of things about the Bible (laughs) that this is the common way that a person would beg. Lord, have mercy. So if you're walking into a city in the ancient world, there would be the people who were, who were sick or sickly or injured or couldn't work in some way, and they would be there begging, and they would cry out, uh, Kyrie eleison, Lord, have mercy. That would be the common way to beg for money or food or some other help. But look, when we see what Bartimaeus was asking for with his petition of Jesus, we understand that he was asking for something more than money or food, that he might be a regular old blind man using the regular old words of a beggar, but he knows that Jesus is something more. Standing still, Jesus commanded him to be brought to him, and when he had come near, he asked him, What do you want me to do? And he said, Lord, that I may see again. And do you see this? This is not the normal thing that a normal beggar asks a normal person. And hear the contrast between the disciples' ignorance and Bartimaeus' faith begins to come forth because this blind man knows that Jesus is no ordinary man. In fact, he calls him the son of David, a messianic title. But in this prayer, we see what the blind man thought of Jesus. Lord, let me see. Give me sight. Eyes to hear, ears to, ears to hear, and eyes to see. These come from the Lord. So that when Bartimaeus asked for this, we know that he is confessing that this man, Jesus, is God in the flesh. That he is the Savior. The disciples can see with their eyes, but they can't see who Jesus is and what he's doing. Bartimaeus, who is blind, can see these things. He knows who Jesus is. He confesses him in his prayers, and this is the thing that matters. Now, there's something I think really a little bit of an aside, but I think it's very interesting for us to consider a truth for us to meditate on, and it's this. That what you think of Jesus comes out in your prayers. When we, when we confess that our Father in heaven created, heaven created the heavens and the earth, this changes our prayers. It expands them. It makes them a lot bigger. Or we can, when we believe and when we confess that Jesus is God in our flesh and our Savior, crucified and raised for us, then our prayers are bolder. Or when we acknowledge That Jesus, who lives to intercede for us in heaven, has sent from heaven the Holy Spirit to dwell in our own hearts by faith. And that the Holy Spirit teaches us what to pray. Then our prayers are filled with life and hope as we pray for the salvation of ourselves and our family and friends and neighbors and even the salvation of the world. See, if Bartimaeus thought that Jesus was just a normal person, he might have begged for a few dollars or for some food. But this is the Son of God, and so he asks him for his sight. He asks for his eyes to work. He sees who Jesus is, so he wants to see Jesus. And he does. Jesus says to him, Receive your sight. Your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight 
And he followed him, glorifying God, and all the people, when they saw it, praised God. You see, this miracle was not just to give sight to Bartimaeus, it was also to give sight to the disciples, to give sight to all the people, to give sight to you, so that you would see who Jesus is, and you would praise God. So that all these people rejoicing, following Jesus into Jericho, would remember the words that Jesus spoke about going to Jerusalem to die and be raised. That they would believe these words. That they would rejoice. That they would see Jesus. Now, this is the point. Jesus didn't come to heal the sick and the blind. He came to die on the cross and to be raised. He did not come to save us from sickness. That comes later at the resurrection. He came to be our Savior from sin and death. Now it's true that His compassion drove Him to heal and to help all the people who stood before Him in need. It just happened. People would pray to Jesus and he would answer their prayers almost like he couldn't help it. His love was just simply overflowing. But his real miracle that he would perform would not be these miracles for individuals, but the miracle that he accomplishes for the entire world, for Bartimaeus and for the apostles and for you and me, and that is the miracle of his death and his resurrection. And we, this morning, can see it. I mean, it could be that we are tempted, gathered here, to the kind of unbelief that the disciples had, this temptation that the devil brings to us to doubt that it will take the suffering and blood and death of God to win our salvation. But but to us, the Holy Spirit has come with the example of the faith of our brother, blind Bartimaeus, and he teaches us to see, to see Jesus for who He is, our God and our Savior. And we pray to Him, Lord, have mercy upon us. Forgive our sins. Dear saints, Jesus has heard that prayer and He has answered it for you. Amen. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, Guard your heart and your mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Word of Hope. We hope your time with us was one of joy and peace in hearing the Lord's Word and kindness. If you have questions about anything you heard on today's broadcast, please don't hesitate to contact us at office at hope-aurora.org or call the office at 303-364-7416. For more information about our congregation, for locations, service time, and schedule, please visit our website at www.hope-aurora.org. Thank you for listening to The Word of Hope.